when we start to say, I don't have time for the things that we like and are important for us. In my case, I, if I say, I don't have time for reading, that is a big red flag for me. Or if I don't have time to spend time with my family, or if I say I don't have time to write a thank you note. I love the work I do professionally. And my work gives meaning to my life, but my life has other dimensions too. And when we start to be so depleted that we cannot enjoy work, life, we can enjoy taking a break, making a pause, that should be a big, big red flag. I'm your host, Anna Malikian, and before we start, please remember to visit Mindset.Zone. Yes, instead of .com, it's .zone, to access all the episodes and other amazing resources, all at Mindset.Zone. And if you want to get the free chapter of my book, Mindset Zone, please go to mindset.zone forward slash book. This episode is a solo episode for the Mindset Zone where I want to share some of my reflections about burnout. Burnout is a topic that I'm uh, working a lot lately in terms of burnout prevention and especially in the angle of how can we increase our impact of making a positive impact out there in the world while avoiding burnout. And it's very interesting when uh, people ask me, uh, what are you doing now? And I speak, oh, I'm focusing a lot in burnout prevention. I get people nodding. I get people saying, oh, this, that is really important. Oh, we need that. And I still have to find the person that asks me, what is burnout? So most people out there have an intuitive feeling of what burnout is. And at the same time, I think that makes it even more important to define burnout. Just to make sure that we are speaking about the same thing or the nuances of it. And I, as maybe some of you know, I have a PhD in psychology. My background is in academia, in research. So I always like to go and see what in the academia world has been done and study about this topic. And uh, there is a ton of research and work on burnout and possibly since the 70s that burnout is being something that is studied in psychology. And Christina Maslash and her team is possibly the ones that have a bigger body of work and research in this area. She relatively recently has published a great book that is uh, the title of the book is The Burnout Challenge, Managing People's Relationship with Their Jobs that really help us to 
see burnout in um, a systemic perspective and what can we do to prevent it out there in the workforce. But even if we go to the World Health Organization that also has the definition of burnout, the interesting thing for me is that they see burnout with three dimensions. And what are these three dimensions of the burnout? One of the dimensions is feeling of energy depletion or exhaustion. And I think most people, when they think about burnout, they think about this lack of energy, feeling drained, feeling really, really tired, burning the candle from both ends and burning out the image of a match that that is full of light and then goes and become ash. It's not very useful anymore. So there is this dimension of the feeling of energy depletion, of exhaustion. Then there are two more dimensions. A second dimension is the feeling of increased mental distance from one job or feelings of negativism or even cynicism relate to our work. And that is very interesting to realize this dimension is like we disconnect from our purpose. And even people that, I see this a lot in education, in teachers, that people that went to become teachers because of their passion and their purpose of uh, the education, of helping students learn, and with all the system, all the bureaucracy, all everything, all the other systemic things that led them to start to burn out and they start to become cynical and even decide to move to another career or profession. So that is a dimension that we have to take in consideration. So the first dimension is the feelings of energy depletion or exhaustion. The second dimension is that increase of mental distance from our work, that sense of disconnect that it can even become cynicism. And then a third dimension is reduce professional efficacy. We don't feel that what we are doing is producing results or being efficient. We feel that we are just dragging. So these three dimensions is really allow us to have a more nuanced conversation about what burnout is and even expand it like we are expanding nowadays, not just being for the occupational phenomenon like is defined by the World Health Organization, but we can have burnout as parents, as people. We can burn out with whatever we do. We can burn out. And another thing that I think is so important, and this comes directly from the work of Christina Maslash and her team, because she developed an instrument to measure burnout, is the Maslash Burnout Inventory, that allow us to have a burnout profile. This is really important because burnout is not an on and off switch, where we burnout or not burnout. It's more like we are somewhere in a scale. And uh, by doing this short uh, survey, we can see where we are in these dimensions, in these three dimensions. So a profile of burnout, a typical profile of burnout will be somebody that 
feels exhausted, drained, and no energy left, no more to give. Also feels that disconnect with their work, uh, with that feelings of uh, negative feelings towards their work and even cynicism. And feels that that is their professional efficiency or their efficiency is really reduced. So when we look to the graphic of the profile of this tool, we have very high in exhaustion, very high in cynicism and very low in professional efficiency. So that will be the typical burnout profile. And in the other extreme, you have the engaged profile that is somebody that feels very energized with their work, somebody that feels very connected and motivated and energized with the, the purpose, with their mission, with of their work, and that also feels that the work that they are doing is producing results and matters. And in between these two extremes, there are other profiles that fall in between with different where these dimensions show in different way. And the one that I'm more fascinated about is one that is the overextended. Because I think so many people that are very connected with their work and why they do that work still can become overextended and overwork. And this is really important to be aware of this because burnout really has many different ways of manifesting itself. And by understanding these nuances, we can prevent people really to go to the extreme that takes time to recover from. The overextended profile, I think, is I personally have fallen to it in this boiling kind of, I, I'm in the hot water, but I'm not noticing that I'm there and the hot water is getting even higher in temperature and I'm starting to get burned with it, but I'm not totally aware until it's too late. There is an image an experimental myth that is the, the frog in the boiling water that is said that if we put a frog in a pot with cold water and then you raise the temperature very gradually, the frog will not perceive that the water is warming up and eventually will be boiled alive. This is not really true, but the idea is very true. And there are other research in psychology that shows that we as human beings, that when we are in these gradual changes, we can misperceive and we can rationalize and we don't, we adapt to it in a way that only when then it is too late, we realize the impact that they have. And I think that with the overextended, when we are very tired, and we keep going and going and going because we know that work that we are doing is important and we keep connect with, with that and we keep pushing ourselves, keep pushing and pushing and pushing. We absolutely can become burned out without realizing. Personally, that is my rationale for what happened to me 
when I had uh, my cancer in 2016. I was absolutely exhausted, waking up exhausted, but I kept going and going. And yes, that probably is not why I had the cancer. There are so many other reasons that we don't understand, but they are players in the why things happen. But we know that stress is not feeling chronic stress is not healthy to anybody. And in one way or the other, that will reflect in our physical and psychological health and wellness. So I really now in a mission of helping us identify where we are in terms of overextension of ourselves, in terms of of seeing if we are connected with our mission and how effective are we. So in all these dimensions and help us to be aware and move us to that engage stage that is much more energized, much more in the flow of the high performance that allow us to have a bigger impact out there while avoiding the draining of the energy and the exhaustion and the burnout and having time and the energy to enjoy all the other things in our lives. Because when we start to be in a point that we start to say, I don't have time for the things that we like and are important for us. In my case, I, if I say, I don't have time for reading, that is a big red flag for me. Or if I don't have time to spend time with my family, or if I say I don't have time to write a thank you note, when or I love the work I do professionally, and my work gives meaning to my life, but my life has other dimensions too. And when we start to be so depleted that we cannot enjoy work, we can enjoy enjoy life, we can enjoy taking a break, making a pause. That should be a big, big red flag. We absolutely can learn how to be more efficient, how to be in high performance, how to make a bigger impact out there, positive impact out there in the world, and still have the energy to enjoy all fruits of our labor. And I think that is really important. And I'm just very curious if you are, here listening to this episode, if this resonates with you, and uh, maybe you find yourself very busy, 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 I don't have time. So wherever you are, if you are aware of, or in the past you had that burnout situation or an overextended situation, I would love that you tell me your story. Please feel free to email me. Uh, you can email me at Anna, A-N-A, at mindset.zone. I repeat, Anna, A-N-A, at mindset.zone, and tell me your story. Tell me how you overextend yourself, how you start to feeling the, the symptoms of burnout, and what have you done about it? Because the burnout can show in so many different colors, varieties, and shapes that is really important that we are aware of it and that we have this conversation, that we 
realize what we can do as individuals and how we can change the systems where we are to prevent burnout. Because when somebody falls into a burnout situation, is really a signal that something of the system, the, the structure that we are creating is really not the best one. And we have, there is absolutely many things that we can do at an individual level to help ourselves and also change the system to avoid that weapon. It's like if we are the frog on the boiling water, absolutely we want to jump out of the hot water but we like to prevent that water of being so hot in the first place too so with that please connect with me tell me your story because i really believe if we learn how to increase our positive impact out there while preventing while avoiding burnout in ourselves and in the people around us we can make a bigger positive impact we can unleash our human potential out there in a big way and in a way that we can enjoy the results and enjoy our life more fully so keep out there making a difference and i would love to hear from you Thank you for listening. And remember to visit mindset.zone. Yes, instead of .com, it's .zone. There you can find all the episodes and other amazing resources, all at mindset.zone. And if you want to get a free chapter of my book, Mindset Zone, please go to mindset.zone forward slash book. As always, I'm so grateful you are here. Expand what's possible for you, for the ones around you, for the world.